From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the importance of knowing where your eyes are looking and the message that you send to your spouse. And I want you to think about this quote attributed to Anonymous. It says, I love the look you give me when you really want me. Mm. And we're going to be talking about that on today's show, talking about where your eyes are going and what the messages they're sending to your spouse. But before we do that, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And for those of you that are brand new, The hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the one family, to hear the success that they're having, to Mm -hmm. hear about their transformation. And this week's hug is sponsored by Love Pop. And what I love about Love Pop is that they give you a reason to do something awesome for someone that you care about. They are the co-founders, Wambi Rose and John Wise. They're former ship designers who adapted their craft to paper engineering. So think about this. You've got these guys that are total, just like, detail-oriented engineering types. Yeah, who I'm thinking now, design-oriented. Absolutely, and they've taken that to the ability to create these incredible laser-cut 3D cards that are handcrafted and assembled in the Asian art form of slice-form kirigami. These guys even appeared on the 2015 holiday episode of Shark Tank, Shark Tank where they landed, landed an investment from Kevin O'Leary. Which is really cool. I mean... Any of you who've seen Shark Tank before, to actually stand up in front of the sharks, give your pitch, and then work out a deal. I mean, that's way cool. So for these guys to land one with Kevin O'Leary, which I think he can be one he of can the, be tough. He can be one of the tougher ones. So Ab- that's really cool. Absolutely. And they have over 250 3D cards to choose from. It's got the perfect design for that special person in your life. And it's really probably the only gift that you're ever going to just send in an envelope, right? It's an experience to both give one and it's an experience to receive one. And here's the thing, like as I was looking through all their cards, because you know me, I'm looking at the romance ones and they actually have one called the love bed pop-up card, which when you open it up, guys, I'm going to tell you, there's a bed that pops up. And all I could think about was what a great way to say tonight's my night to initiate and here you go. Totally. Here you yeah, go. I love that. Yeah. And you can order online. You can actually have a handwritten message included so that you can do this actually all from the convenience of like being in your PJs and sitting on your phone, which I know we're talking about being on the phone today, but this is a good way mm-hmm. to use your phone. And they've created, oh my gosh, you guys, they've created more than 3 million magical moments well on their way to a billion magical moment goal. So to enter the 2018 Love Pop birthday sweepstakes for a chance to win 50 of these amazing 3D birthday cards, go to lovepop.com slash one. And this week's hug, guys, it comes from a Facebook message that we recently received and it says, hello, beautiful people. My husband and I have been together for six years now. We have a one-year-old and the past two years or so, we haven't been so great. Arguments about everything, no sex, no passion, no nothing. Just No good. No good. Just five days ago, I came across your podcast and I've already listened to 40 episodes. I'm addicted. Yeah, that's awesome. That's eight episodes a day. Yeah, way to go. (laughs) That's like four hours of content a day. I introduced them to my husband and he has been hooked. We started our seven days of sex challenge. Today is day four. And let me tell you, we have never had so much love than in the last, in the last two years than in the last four days. 
You have changed our lives completely. It's like we are falling in love all over again. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. That, that's what it's about, right? Get on here, get hooked, start listening and start implementing. You know, that's take action somewhere. And just like this couple did and, and this wife sharing it with her husband. Wow, there you go. Boom, something starts, the spark starts again. And it's just, let's get rolling. Let's let's roll that snowball down the hill. Yeah. So it just gets get bigger and bigger and bigger. And, uh, and and with that, we get more, we get momentum. Well, and that's, you know, talking about changing behavior and changing patterns. I, I want to, I just kind of want to paint a picture for you guys right now at the start of the show of, you know, those instances in your marriage where maybe you've heard this, you know, you're always on your phone. Why do you spend so much time on Facebook, ESPN, Pinterest, video games? Seriously, just put your phone on the counter. Nothing's going to happen to it and nothing will happen to you if you don't have your phone in your hand for a few minutes. Hello, can you just look at me, please? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm competing with some kind of screen all the time. Mm -hmm. And I wish that I could, I could be a voice in your ear right now and just say, you know, these have only come in from emails that we've received. I wish I could say that this had never been a conversation that we'd had in our own marriage, but that would be lying to you. Because the fact of the matter is, is that we've actually said these things to each other. Mm-hmm. These, are, these are all things that have come up because we live in a society that, that is saying, you know what, let's grab your attention all the time, right? There's always something new popping up. I mean, we were watching, um, TV a few weeks ago. And I remember having the thought going, Oh my gosh, remember when TV like would just turn off at 1130, I think. And it would just go to like, you would see, you would see the American flag and then static right until like, I don't know, six or six 30 in the morning. And, and now you between the phone and the tablet and the TV and like, there are just things competing for your attention and your eyeballs all day long, literally 24 seven. Yeah. With, you know, stations, I don't know if you call them stations, but <laughs> platforms such as, you know, Netflix and Hulu and, you know, the HBO has their own and ESPN has their thing. And, you know, Disney and ABC, they all have their own deals out there and you can get them. As you can tell, we don't watch a ton of TV. I, I, I know Sling. We have Sling and we have the sports version right. of Sling, but, um, and we have Netflix. So. Well, and it's one of those things where, you know, all of these things, like we've become such a society that's all about images mm-hmm. and all about what we see to the point where, and we had this experience a couple of weeks ago, you know, you go out to dinner and, you know, they bring your food to the table. And what's the first thing that you're thinking about? Oh, we got to take a picture and we got to show it and share it with all our friends. Right. You know, do we post it to Instagram? Do we post it to Facebook? What are we going to caption? And so all of a sudden, not only is your food sitting in front of you getting cold, but you've checked out of the moment with your spouse. Right. It's all about what else is somebody going to say? Well, and you got to think, man, that food's getting cold. And if you got that nice, you know, bowl of chips with some good queso we right in front of you, you know, a good fish taco. You don't want that stuff to cool off and get cold. Eat it, man. Somebody made it for you. We man, actually, appreciate that. We actually that night took a picture of the destruction that we'd done after we ate our food. But I bring yeah. that up because, you know, we've become more concerned about posting the food than enjoying the meal, right? With the person that we're there with, right? It's mm-hmm. all about, you know, who's going who's gonna to like my post? Who's going to comment on it? Who's going to, you know, what kind of interaction am I going to get? And we forget that, that the whole point of being out on date night is to have interaction with the person that you're with. 
and we can raise our hands to this and speak truth into this because believe you and me, we've been on enough dates where this has happened. Oh yeah. Guys, this is not like, you know, us saying that we're, we've got this all figured out. You know, I think about, you know, the fact that we're more concerned with all the drama that's going on across the social media platforms. Like this person did this, or this person did that, or this going on over here. Mm -hmm. than we are in the drama and in the circumstances that are happening in our own marriages, mm -hmm. right? We're, we're so focused on looking at somebody else's life that we're neglecting the life that we've been given when we stood up and we said, I do to this person. Mm -hmm. Right. And so we've got to, we, what we're looking at, where we're putting our attention, it, it, if you're not careful, it's causing a huge problem in your marriage. One that you may not even until you're listening to this show may not even be aware of. Cause you're, you know, I know some of you, and I actually just had this, this conversation with a client last night, uh, I was coaching and, and yeah, the guy works 12 hours a day, 12 hour shifts. And because of his job does not have access to his phone during the day. And he's like, Elisa, I, I don't get the luxury of being on my phone. I don't get the luxury of, you know, checking out sports scores or doing this kind of stuff. I go, I totally get it. I totally get it, but it's got to be done within the framework of your marriage. It's got to be done so that it's not detrimental to the actual health of the relationship mm -hmm. because we're so quick to be like, Hey, wait, 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 one more minute. I just want to, I want to catch the end of the show or I want to, I want to see what's coming up next. Or, you know, I, I'm just waiting for the score to update or, you know, I, I just, I need to look at this Pinterest thing to figure out, you know, my next recipe, my next craft project, my next whatever. And the truth is that every time our eyeballs are looking at somewhere else, folks, and they're not looking at our spouse, what's the message that we're sending? You know, some of you may be familiar. There's a verse in the Bible, Matthew 6, 21, that says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And, and I really, you know, I have, it's a verse that I've known, but I wanted to really kind of give it that 21st century spin. And it says, for where your eyes are, there is where you show what you value. Mm hmm. Wow. Yeah. Right. So where are you putting your eyes? Because when I, when I changed it, when I like started typing that, I'm like, okay, how do I make this contemporary? And I wrote that and I'm like, ouch. Like it, it was literally like a slap in my face because if my eyes are always on the screen, always looking down, always engaged with someone or something else, then my value, what, I, what it's important to me is, is there on the screen. And and if you have a spouse who's lashing out, who's frustrated with you, you know, when you're on your phone, and it may not that they're trying to check it out or see anything of that nature, but if you if you take it from that context of from for where your eyes are, there there is where you show you what you value. Show what you value, there's why your spouse may be upset mm -hmm. and frustrated because you're not showing them any value. You're not loving on them anymore. You're not respecting them anymore because the screen in front of you is taking all of your attention away. And this can be in the house. Mm -hmm. This could be while you're driving in the car. This could be, you know, while you're at a park at the beach. This could be on a date. It could be when you're sitting for coffee somewhere. You know, this could be in church. This could be at a number of different places where you think, oh, I'm just taking a little time to check out. And yet your spouse also sees that. Mm -hmm. And they, they're starting to put this together. Where's the value? Where's the value? And that, you know, that can erode. That starts to erode the fabric and the foundation of your marriage. 
Well, and Tony brought up a few ones there that, that I know we've had instances in our own marriage and it has come up in coaching conversations, right? The first one uh, that I think of most often is one person's driving Mm -hmm. and one person's on their phone, right? Back in the olden days, it used to be one person driving and two people having a conversation. Right. And if you haven't picked up our book, Connect Like You Did When You First Met, this is a perfect way to drop your phone and just hold that book in your hand and ask each other questions. Now, understand, sometimes kids are in the car, you know, but when it's just the two of you, what a great way to go, oh, wow, here's a perfect way for us to disengage from our phones Mm -hmm. and engage with each other. Absolutely. And it's, it's looking at that and saying, how do I, you know, what's the message I want to be sending to my husband or my wife, right? What's that message? Because here's the thing. If you go all the way back to when the two of you first started dating, right? Remember the first look, right? It wasn't like the two of you held up your phones and, and I don't know, like put your phone images to each other. You actually had to make eye contact with the person. Well, unless they, unless they found each other on an online dating platform. That's true. We're so old that that was not our experience. We actually had to make eye contact. Right. But I'm just, but even so, I mean, the first time you met each other, you still were making that eye contact with each other, which is what you're bringing up. Right. It's, it's that there has to be some type of connection between the two of you Mm -hmm. that's fostered in those looks, right? Those are the looks that, you know, when you're at a party and you're like making eye contact with each other and the look says it's time to go home now. Or, or you're making those looks that across a room that says, I love you, right? There are those looks that we exchange as husband and wife that can't be replaced by anything that we see on a screen. It, it's simply impossible. And I know you guys have those. You, you know, when, you're, when your spouse raises their eyebrows and they put a little smile on their face, it's sort of like, oh, it's go time. Yep. Okay. Everything can be put on hold and we're gone. Or it's... It's the fun smile that you just know. It's like, yep, it's time to go. Or, or guys, you have a wink. Mm-hmm. You may have this this amazing wink that your spouse, she just knows when you do this, that it's like, okay, well, it's go time. It's go time. And it's it's looking at this and saying, you know, and I, I hear it all the time. Well, Lisa, I just want some downtime. I just want to relax. And, and the reality is, is that there's nothing wrong with relaxing. We all need it. We need our rest. Definitely. This problem comes when how you're choosing to rest is literally sucking hours out of your marriage. Yeah. And I think even for me, as, as we discuss this and, and I always think, you know, what are you looking at? The times that it really irritates me the most in our marriage isn't the day-to-day around the house because Elisa and I do have, as best as we can for us, a healthy understanding of like, hey, it's time to just put these down and go do something. Um, Where it bugs me the most, though, is when we are traveling in a car, just the two of us. and I, and I find that that time is, is a, a prime opportunity for us to really dive into our lives and our marriage, work, other areas of our lives. And also the, the other place that bugs me is when we do know it is a date night, it's a special date night, um, and it keeps popping out. You know, hey, I understand once or twice, you know, we want to take a picture, a selfie. We want to, we want to do those because that's how we remember those moments as well. It's when it's continuously out Mm -hmm. or continuously looking at it for 
I don't know what reason. Like, if it's not the kids texting or calling, everything else can wait. Like, I don't think we need to check Instagram every five minutes to see if somebody liked the picture we posted. So those are for just for me and and for for you guys, it may be different. Um, And that's stuff that you guys have to discuss together, because if you don't, that's where the irritation really starts to get going and, and it starts grading on either one of you. And that's where the phone becomes this device between each other. And, you know, I mean, we know we have a lot of new listeners. So some of you have not heard us talk about electronics in the bedroom, um, but I am going to go there. Oh, go there. Please <laughs> I'm going to go, go there. there uh, this one still irritates me when I hear it. Oh because And if you need an alarm clock, don't tell me you need an alarm clock. And you need to use your phone. Go to Target. Go to Walmart. Heck, Order go to Amazon. Amazon and go buy yourself an alarm clock because that's what it's for. It's an alarm clock to wake you up. Your phone doesn't need to be in your bedroom. Period. So it's so funny. Or your TV needs to be in there. As you're uh, saying this. Or I, your I iPad. Can, I can think of all my coaching clients that are like, oh my gosh, that sounds just like Elisa. It makes it, me cringe. I'm sorry. It makes me cringe. It is a place for you guys to be romantically intimate with each other. And it's the place where so many of you are checking out. Get that crap out of your bedroom, please. I mean, challenge yourself. I mean, honestly, challenge yourself for a week. I mean, I don't think we're going to bring this up, but I am. I'm going to challenge yourself for a week. Not unplug the TV. Like, unplug it. Unplug it. Take it out of your room. Don't put that darn thing in your room. All right. I guess I don't have to go on my soapbox now. No. The truth of the matter is, is that when you have the devices in your bedroom, right, it's so easy to to check out and be and like all your spouse sees is the blue screen. Right. They see the blue light. They see your eyeballs not looking at them. You see they, they see you not cuddling with them. Right. That's what that's what happens when the electronics are in the bedroom. Right. The one room in the house, guys, where it should be your eyes on theirs. It should be your body on theirs. It should be connection is being destroyed because we're like, you know what? We're just going to veg out and watch TV. I, I can't tell you how many couples are watching more TV instead of having sex. Right. How many couples are watching TV on the, you know, checking Facebook or Instagram or Pinterest or Twitter or whatever it is before they go to bed instead of rolling over and ending the night with a good night kiss or a good night cuddle. Engaging one, one another, engage each other in that room, man. That is like, believe me, for us parents too, who have kids of all ages Man, that, that's our place, man. That's our sanctuary. That's where we get to like rejuvenate ourselves. And, and having that TV or those screens, the phone, the iPad, whatever in your bedroom takes away from that. And I truly believe it because I've talked to a number of men and husbands who that's, that's a big frustration. It's something that we've never done in our, in our home. Um, and I'm grateful that it hasn't. Yeah, I mean, Tony and I have been married almost 21 years and we've never had a TV in our bedroom. Nope. Never. Like we don't even keep our phones in our bedrooms. Nope. Right. They sit on, well, they sit in the office or on the kitchen counter, depending on who's got chargers where. Right. But that's, that was a decision that we made. And it's one that, you know, even when my, like when my Kindle's dead and I have to use my iPad to read, I'm like, oh, it's the wrong light. I don't like this because that's a choice. Right. And as we get ready to share ideas on what you can do to make a change in this area of your marriage, you know, one of the most original ideas on how you can get your eyeballs looking somewhere else, right, would be to send your love a special 3D card from Love Pop. 
guys, I told you they've got over 250 designs and I only talked about the bed one, but they've got so many amazing, you know, pop-up hearts and pop-up couples on a swing and, and just ways to, ways to really connect with the one that you love and mm. just to make their heart melt, right? Share how special they are to you. It's truly a one of a kind experience. So make sure to enter the 2018 Love Pop birthday sweepstakes for a chance to win 50 3D birthday cards at lovepop.com slash one. So, so what do you do to break this hold that screens have on your life? And the reality, guys, is that there is not a single person listening to this show that does not have their eyeballs on a screen at some point in time during the day, right? You may be somewhere on the spectrum of I only do it a little bit to I do it a lot. And I'm, t- I'm not talking about your work time, folks. I'm talking about the free time. Mm-hmm. You got to look at a computer all day long for work. That's work, right? What can you do to bring those eyes back to the ones that back to the one that you love, right? To make that connection. There's a reason that I love the time that Tony and I podcast every week. And the reason why is because for approximately 30 minutes, we're making eye contact like back and forth. There's all kinds of communication going on. I know you guys can't see it, but I'm letting you know. We stand across from each other. We have the microphones, headsets, and we just look into each other's eyes. It's like my favorite 30 minutes of the week. Mm. And it's consistent. And it usually is the the, the point of like, wow, uh, the ability to to see Elisa um, in this light and in this place, it's arousing to me. And I mean, think about what can happen when you really just put the phone down and look into your love's eyes. Mm-hmm. So the fact of the matter is, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's hard. Oh, it's hard yes. to transfer from your eyes on the screen to your eyes to a person because we're so connected to these devices for everything from directions to proven apart, a, a point in argument to just vegging out. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I bring that up because that was actually one of the jokes that we mentioned with, or one of the stories that Tony's mom told this past weekend about how she got her first tablet just to be able to, you know, prove my father-in-law right or wrong during arguments um, all those years ago. But, you know, with all of these devices, with breaking free of this hold, first thing that you have to do is you have to make a decision on who, not what is the most important thing in your life. Who is it? And be honest with yourself, right? I'm hoping that all of you are going to answer that the the who is the person that you married, right? I'm making it easy for you. That's that's the answer. The who is the person that you married, right? Get mm-hmm. to help you out there. You know, once you know the who, the next question is to put parameters on how much that thing, that device, that screen is taking away, f- taking you away from your love. Like take stock, take an audit, sit down and go, okay, you ever time I want to like hop on Facebook? I don't know. Make a, make a tally mark, right? Get out a log for a week and say, okay, I'm on Facebook from or ESPN, or I'm playing video games, or whatever it is. Aren't there apps for that too? That'll log like what you're on each day. I thought there was something. And you can for- do it off of your phone, like if you're doing other types, and probably your like tablets. I don't know if it, you can log it for TV. Well, not for your TV, but your phone and tablets mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Um, it might be one thing to do. I mean, I don't. Uh, again, I, I don't have one, so maybe one of you out there in the one family has done this. And if you want, share that with us. You can share it at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. I'd be more than happy to add that to uh, the show notes. But, you know, if there is an app out there that, you know, you can start seeing that. Mm -hmm. How amazing is that? That just 
go through a week just doing what you normally do, and then at the end of the week, just look at it and go, okay, well, that's what it is. Because it's not lying to you. It's just taking down the numbers of where you're at and what you're doing. You know, when a lot of you who have been around for a while, you know, you've heard us talk about the fact that, that when we talk about jumpstarting sexual intimacy and we talk about getting radical, a lot of times we do that just like the hug at the top of the show did with a seven days of sex challenge. Right. Right. That's a way to jumpstart that sexual intimacy. Well, I'm going to, Tony mentioned it a little earlier. He kind of jumped the gun there because he was so excited and I brought up the no screens in the bedroom. But I want to, I want to challenge each one of you to consider doing a seven day no screen challenge. And this, you need to figure out what it looks like for you. If you've got screens in your bedroom, maybe it's no screens in the bedroom for a week. Maybe it's no screens after a certain time, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. We're not going to tell you just like we don't tell you exactly how to do the seven days of sex challenge. We're not going to tell you exactly how to do the seven days and no screen because it's going to be unique for each one of your marriage. But the reality is, is we hear so many couples have these amazing stories, just like the hug, right? Like she said, you know, here we go. We're on day four. We haven't felt love like this in the last two years. Things are crazy. We're so good right now. That's four days of being intentional about their sexual intimacy. And I wouldn't doubt if you put down your screens, what could happen with your emotional intimacy, what could happen with your spiritual intimacy, your recreational intimacy, you know, if we put those down, what could happen in those other areas of our marriage that are important? And and, and for us, what can happen in your bedroom? Mm-hmm. Right? When you put that down. So instead of watching TV to fall to fall asleep, why not get a diffuser? Why not get a sound and sleep machine? To why get not some, have sex? Well, well I'm saying oh, that's okay, going to lead up to that. You know what I mean? Why not get some you know, nice sensation oil, you know what I mean? Those are gone. And so that you're leading up to it instead of sitting there watching your TV. Now, again, not saying you're doing that every night, but maybe in conjunction, you add the seven days of sex challenge. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge. It's tough. Believe me, it is tough. And yet I, I do believe that there can be some massive breakthrough in a short amount of time and you can learn a lot about each other and then you can readjust. This mm-hmm. isn't a forever thing. Right. This is a right now thing. So we can get reacclimated and readjusted to each other, get our foundation secure again, and then we can build from there. And we're actually going to be doing this challenge in the position of the month club this month. And so some of you mm-hmm. may be thinking, you know what, Elisa, I'm not sure how to do this, right? Like, I'm not sure what that commitment's going to look like. I'm not sure what kind of, like, how do I stay accountable to doing this, right? Like when we talked about with the seven days of sex challenge in the past. And so if that's what you're looking for, this month, as we, as you know, the members of the position of the month club embark on this challenge collectively, we'd love to have you join us, mm-hmm. right? Come and check it out at position of the month because we're going to have, you know, pledge statements for you to make to your spouse. We're going to have the accountability and yes, we're even going to have certificates of achievement for those that complete their seven days on right. our system. Right. But here's the thing. When you make the decision to put the screens down, And to say, you know what, I've identified who, not what, is the most important thing in my life. And if that person's been identified to me, then I better be the one looking at that person more than anyone else. I better be giving that person my attention. My love deserves my attention. They deserve my eyeballs. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I can't just give lip service to the fact that my spouse is the most important person. I've got to show them. We talk almost every week about the fact that love is an action. One of the actions 
that your spouse needs from you is they need to see your eyes. They need to see your eyes. Just like I read in the quote at the beginning of the show, you know, talking about the fact that I love the look you give me when you really want me. When you're looking down at a screen, there's nothing in your look that says you really want them. When you make that eye contact and, and you do maybe that little, you know, one eyebrow up kind of look, or maybe the eyes get a little more closed because that's like your bedroom eyes or whatever the look is, that they know in that moment, you know what? He wants me. She wants me. There is nothing. There is nothing like seeing the look of desire and love from your spouse. Mm-hmm. And this is the week to bring that look back in, to be thinking about what it's going to look like to do the seven day no screen challenge, to say, you know what, we're going to join position of the month club this month because we want to have the accountability, right? Take action this week to get those eyeballs up off the screen and looking at your love. Yeah, I love that. And this is a tough one for all of us. And believe you and me that Elisa and I are right here with you. And we don't bring things up that are just about you. It's about us too. And so we're right there at that place. Wherever you are though, take this week and put the screen down. Put the screen down and look at your spouse like you did on that wedding day. When you looked into their eyes and you vowed to be their husband or their wife forever and ever. Look at them again like that. Because you know what? We all want that look. We all want to know that we're cherished and that we're desired, that we're respected and we're loved. Your challenge this week is to look at your spouse like you did on your wedding day and let them know that you love them more than you love the screen that you're looking at. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.